And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, April 26th, and we are here trying to help you make good financial decisions or better or the next best, it doesn't really matter. If you've got something that's percolating in your head, you've got a question, you've got a concern, why don't you give us a holler? Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air with us. While you're on the website, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Comes out every single Friday. Mark does a great job of grabbing all this interesting stuff that floats around throughout the week. I always learn something. There's always something in there that I have not seen. So thank you for that, Mark. And you can also subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. This is a way to have access to quarterly live webinars with us and lots more special content. So go check that out. If you uh, didn't know, we had Ed Slot, IRA expert on the first webinar. So if you join right now, the Jill on Money Live community, you can check that out. Otherwise, you'll just have to listen to me drone on and here I am. Thank goodness there's someone out there waiting patiently. Today, we are joined by Karen, who is on the line from Texas. Hello, Karen. How are you? Hi. How are y'all doing? We are great. If you say y'all, um, you could just keep talking the whole time. It's fabulous. So what can we do for you today, Karen? So Jill and Mark, I am 53 and never would I have thought I would be contemplating a job change at this age. So, and I'm a little bit nervous because it would be a pay cut and so I'm nervous about just what it would look, what it would do to our financial future if I take this, if I make this move. So wh- tell us about the we. Who's, who's the we? So um, I do have a husband, and um, but I am the breadwinner of the of us. And so his job, he does, he he his has more flexibility. And we did move to this small town for my job for took ended up taking a pay cut. So when I say we it's like his job is important, certainly, but really mine is the primary focus. Okay, so how much do you earn now? And what would the pay cut be? So I make a salary of about 165. 
and with a bonus of 20 to 30 per year. And to for this would be a government job and it would be a pay cut down to 150 with no bonus. But, but, but as a government job, you will have a lot of benefits. So tell us about what you would get. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not sure as far as like pension and I know it's an L. Uh, you I mean, you may know more than me, Jill, because I'm, I'm not very um, savvy when it comes to pension stuff. But um, I know that's an option. And also they have the thrift savings plan with a 5% match. I mean, with the 401k, I mean, that seems kind of pretty close to what I'm doing right now. But I, and I don't understand the pension part very well yet. So that's the part. I, like I said, that would that would be a learning curve for me. All right, but but you're not you're talking. Okay, I get it. It is a pay cut, not a huge one. Exactly. I mean, if, if you had a thirty thousand dollar bonus, I guess you'd go from one ninety five to one fifty. That feels like a lot. But let's go through some of the other stuff. How much does your husband earn? About forty five thousand a year, and his job he doesn't have any benefits, so we actually don't use his uh, paycheck for anything. I I put half to savings and half to our brokerage account with his check. Oh, that's great. So let's let's walk through what you guys have saved so far, and let's see whether this job makes sense or not for you, and if, whether you're really giving up a lot or not. Maybe you're not. Um, so what have you saved so far? Let's start with your own retirement savings. So in my my traditional 401k, I have about 450000 um, with 120000 extra with Roth IRA. So that's the split between the two. And then I have about 70000 in company stock. So are you saying, wait, I just want to make, I'm sorry to be a dope. You're, are you saying the 120 is part of the 450 or no, in addition to, no. it's in addition. Okay. So that's the, okay, got it. So it's 450 traditional, 120 Roth, and then 70 grand in the company stock, right? Yeah. Yes, okay, ma'am. Got, ma'am, I love it, Mark. <laughs> um, any old retirement accounts kicking around or is everything in this one account? Mine is just is all rolled in there. My husband has a Rother. He has a traditional IRA about four fifty. How much? About four fifty. Four hundred fifty thousand. Uh huh. You did it very nonchalantly. Like what? That's a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. And you also have a brokerage account, right? Right. How much is in there? Brokerage, we have. So I have two hundred thousand invested, and then we have fifty thousand that's in a money market. And would you say that's like your emergency reserve in a, or is, do you also have another bunch of money at a bank or something? Well, we have, we have an additional 150,000 in Roth IRAs and then we have 60,000 in I bonds and then we have um, 155,000 in cash. Holy moly. You guys are doing great. You think so? Yes. I hear some of the numbers come on your show and I'm like, ah. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what. These are fantastic numbers. This is amazing. So, okay. Are you unhappy in your job? Like, how do you feel? Well, I, I mean, I've, it's, it's been fine. Actually, I mean, it's a stressful job. It's, I do a lot of shift work. And so it's, um, you know, it's, I'm on my feet all day and, and uh, pandemic really, it was rough. So, um, it's not that I hate it, but I, I've always been like, okay, we're going to retire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire as soon as I can get out of this job. And so this was kind of a, it's a, uh, in my, my, uh, profession, it's a dream to get this eight to four Monday through Friday position. It, I would just, I'd get to see my family a little bit more. So. That would be nice. This is amazing. This is a no brainer. 
Yeah, really? Mark, okay. yeah, Mark's telling you to rock and roll. Wait a second. Let's do a few other pieces here. So Karen, do you guys own or rent? We we own a home. We bought it for um, about 525 But of course, now it says it's like five 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 fifty something like that. But we still owe 200000 on it. And what's the interest rate on the mortgage? Um, 2.6. And don't hate me for this, Jill. I should have done a 30, but we did 15. All right. So, I don't hate uh, you. Don't okay. worry. Don't okay. worry. I got to get you working eight to four. Let me just let me I'm, gonna, I'm staying on your side here. Do you guys have kids? We have two kids. I have one in college. Um, he's got about a year and a half left. And then I have a 13 year old. So I still have one to go. And do you save any money in any sort of college savings plan? We have about sixty five thousand for her for college, um, but you know, and I only put in three hundred a month. I don't, I don't go excessive on say because I feel like we can cash flow, which is what I've done for his. I've just cash flowed his college. And did he choose state school like a good child? No, he did not. <laughs> he He's a, a bad, school. bad, bad young <laughs> but man. But he does have a he. He got a really good merit scholarship that made it equivalent to going to. He he wanted to go to UT his whole life, but it it, it made it just as good of an option. So it's about the same. All right. I mean, that sounds great. Um, So listen, Karen, you guys are in great shape because it sounds to me like you don't spend that much money. How much, I mean, give me what you think is even with college, what do you, what do you cash? Like, what does your monthly nut look like? We, well, roughly right now, I mean, so we max out 401k. That was one of my questions to you. If you think maybe we, if, if we make this move, can I lower my contributions to the 401k? Uh, I just didn't know if that was an option, but um, we probably spend about seven to eight thousand a month. But I save, I save, I have a lot of sinking funds that I put money into. But you mean of that seven to eight thousand, that includes savings, right? Right. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I put a lot. You're of fine. Money. You're fine. You're fine. You should like not. St- you should not stress. First of all. I mean, we don't know how long you're going to last in the new job, but it sounds to me like you ain't going to last much longer in the old, in the current job because you're exhausted. I am. So one of the reasons that I think it's great to reset like this is that you can earn less money, but you might have more longevity, you know? And I think that's kind of the game here. You have, first of all, you have a 13 year old kid. You got 10 more years to get this kid out, right? Essentially. So you're going to be working and it would be nice to make sure that your 13-year-old girl doesn't go off and do something nutty. And maybe mom should be around a little bit. My sister used to say, it's more important that you should be around for your girls as they're teenagers than when they're babies. Well, She's good. like, they're not going to be really doing anything terrible when they're babies. But man, when they're teenagers, things start to happen. So I think even without a pension, You've saved so much money. You're in great shape. And look, let's see how the cash flow looks. If you have 150000 okay, and you say right now you're maxing out your 401k, let's say that instead of maxing out, you say, I'm going to put fifteen grand in and not, not maxing, not the $22,500. i am going to just put 10%. Is she maxing with the catch-up? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So really, even if you don't even have to do that. So honestly, like you're putting 30 away now. I think if you put 15 grand a year and see how it looks in your cash flow, see how it feels. And if you can do more, great. And if you can't, 15 is going to be great for you. You'll be fine. You're going to be fine. You've saved a lot of money. I mean, look at your, if you were to look ahead, all right, 
Do you happen to know what your social security benefit looks like at 67? Yes, I, got, I looked that up just for, for, for today. Um, for a, 67 for me, it's 3210 and 4070. And then my husband, his is 22 at 67 and 27 at uh, 70. And is he about your age? Also? He's, he's four years older. How much longer, Karen, do you think you want to work? You're 53. How much longer? I was, I mean, either through her high school or college, one of those two. And then I, I mean, but if I like the job, I may not, I mean, that's just it. But, but we do plan on moving. So I've always, I have that separate house fund that at some point, because we're in a small town, I moved to this job for a small town and I'm not a small town girl, Jill. Okay. <laughs> I'm a city girl. So I'm, okay. we're going to move back eventually. And if you were to do that, if you move back, let's just like kind of, let's say in, I don't know. So it's 13. So she, we got to get her through high school. So it's at least, it's somewhere between five and 10 years that you're going to be working, right? If you move back to a city, it's more expensive, right? By the way, another reason why you would have been better off with the 30 year, but let's not go there. How much more do you have to spend on a new house? If we'd stay hopefully the same is what okay. my is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you do that, you're going to be fine. I don't see there's going to be any problem here. If you can extend your work life and be happy, you're not taking that big a haircut. I mean, that bonus and that amount of money is wonderful, except that, like, I don't know if you're going to last five more years. No, I know. That's true. I was just nervous about taking a pay cut. It almost seems counterintuitive. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But it's like you're going to get a lot. You're going to get benefits. You're going to be fine. You're going to be happier. It's not that big a pay cut to be happier. It really isn't quality of life. It's not worth it. I love y'all for that. Yes. I mean, I, I could go, you know, Jill, I, you know, I could leave Jill right now and, and go make probably more money somewhere else, but my, I would be miserable. So I'm happy taking less money and being happy. I feel like there's a side. I feel like he just threw shade at me a little bit, but okay, I'll take it, you know, <laughs> but, but I feel the same way. Like, honestly, I was in a position where I, I could make much more money, probably three times what I make right now. I could make as a, as an investment advisor. Okay. I could go out. I could be like, find Karen's from Texas and Mark's from New York City, and they'd give me their money and I'd do their financial planning. And I just did not want to do that anymore. It was exhausting. I was fried. I did it for 14 years. I loved what I did, but I did not want to do it anymore. And I feel like I have much more longevity doing what I'm doing. And I'm really happier. I'm a nicer person. It's funny. Like, I remember when my brother-in-law and I were both started as traders on the floor of the commodities exchange. And I remember one day he said something to me that was fascinating. He was, I left before he did. And he said, you know, I don't like who I am in this job. And, you know, it may be for you that like, you're just completely exhausted and you may not like how that feels. You may not like who you are. Like you get home and you might be like, you know, mean to your daughter and you're not really mean, but you're like, I'm exhausted. I can't do any more. I have no more to give to you. I think that it is really worth listening to that and being nice to yourself. And you guys have done and you've saved so much money. You have a lot of money that you have put away on not huge income, but really good income. Like the two of you with 200 grand a year, man, you've saved a lot of money. And we'll be okay in retirement. <laughs> I think that's what I worry about. We'll be okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be great. Forget about it. You don't spend that much money. Don't spend too much on your new house, on your next house. And I know I think you're going to be fine. Mark, Don't uh, even without a pension, I think they're fine. I just did a very conservative numbers, assuming that they save 30000 a year. I know they're going to save more than that because they basically bank his whole salary. 
you know, what you have right now is going to be in 10 years, it's going to be over $3 million. Wow. And so if you have $3 million, let's say you had $3 million in an account today and you're like, wow, that could generate 90 grand a year pretty easily over the time. And that doesn't even include the fact that you would have your social security, which is, you know, let's call it five, 5,500 a month. I mean, so you're really going to be in really terrific shape. And if you get a pension, even better, but don't, don't get hyper-focused even on the pension. You've already saved a lot of money. Okay. You have saved a lot of money. I can't say that enough that you got like, uh, I don't know, $1.3, $1.4 million already. You're only 53. You're in great, you're in really good shape. You really are. Can I ask you one last question? Absolutely. On the brokerage, if I have 50,000 of that in the money market, would you go ahead and invest that or would you leave that alone and just let it sit there in the money market portion? Well, you've got your I bond. You've got another 155,000 in cash, right? So what did you think the money market was for? Like, what were you, was it earmarked for anything? I know we've got time, so I feel like I can go through the market cycles, but I was just nervous about like, if we ever decide to go look for a house, it just gave us the option to, if we found a house, eventually we wanted to move to within a few years, you know, we could go ahead and make that move. Mm. So I just didn't know if I should lock it up or not. But it's not going to happen in in three years, isn't it? More like five years? Yes. It's probably five to 10? Yes. I would feel fine putting that money to work for a five to 10 year horizon. I might not go crazy, but you've got, you already have the 155 in cash. So I think that it's okay to put that money to work. If if you're nervous, you can, you know, dollar cost average. You're not exactly locking it up. You can get at it if you need it. Right. If you had to, but we would rather you not like blow through that if the market cycle was against you for sure. Now, do you guys, you're the primary breadwinner, as you said, do you have life insurance on your life? Yes, I do. We do. Uh, we both okay. have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And what about wills and power of attorney and healthcare proxy? Do you have that? We did that a couple of years ago. Great. As my kids get older, I guess we have to keep in updating all that. But yeah, we, we did it a few years ago. Yeah. I just always laugh because someone said to me, well, I'm just going to give my kids the money outright when they turn 18. And then the kids are like 16. They're like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. We're, yeah. So just, you know, it, it really is at every milestone. So it might be, it's a little bit different for you because you have a big age difference between your two kids. So it might be that, let's say in five or 10, let's say in five years, you're updating your documents. You might say, I don't want my 18 year old to get the money outright, but your kid who's out of college and working, you might say, uh, you know what? That's a kid who could get the money outright. So you, you'll have more information between now and then, but I think it's a good idea to just, you know, when when a when a milestone occurs, then you can reassess whether you need to update it. All right. Now, do you feel good? Are you feeling like this is like a good game plan? You're oh good? my gosh, you just don't know. I I'm so happy. I've been torturing myself, my husband, with this for so long because it's it's been a few months in the in the making, and and he and he thinks it's funny that I, I'm like if they give me the seal of approval. <laughs> Uh, You have the Mark and Jill seal of approval. I think you're going to be just fine. Just take a deep breath. It's going to be good. You're giving up some money, but you know what? It's not enough money to make yourself miserable and you've done a great job of saving. Okay. It's fascinating, Jill, how she's torturing herself over it. And to me and, and to you right away, no brainer. 
No brainer. No brainer. Karen, you're a winner. Thank you for joining us. And if you are contemplating a change, I love these reset questions, man. It is so much fun. And the reason is that, you know, here's somebody who's clearly a little fried and you're finding a way to work differently. And all we are here to do is provide you with some of the guardrails. That's exactly what I do in the book in The Great Money Reset. And it can be a different uh, job. It could be moving to a different location. It could be contemplating how to get to a retirement phase a little bit differently. All of these things are topics that I cover in the book, The Great Money Reset. So... If you want to do your reset with us on the air, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to join us live, just like Karen. All right. Leave us a rating and review on Apple and lift someone up. Someone needs you to give a little boost to them. I promise you that. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.